Hi, I'm Janet Shield Scott, and you're listening to JanetFitBeautyStyle.com, a lifestyle talk guide with expert advice on beauty, fashion, wellness, real estate, entertainment, and fun celebrity secrets. Hello, Hello and welcome to each and every one of you. I'm your host, Janet Shill Scott. Today we'll be talking to a friend and a colleague I have admired for so many years, legendary public relations and artist development expert, Mr. Angelo Ellerby. But first, let's get to our inspiring quotes for today. Here we go. People who defend your name while you're not around are the most loyal friends you could ever have. The next inspiring quote is from Angelo Ellerby's new book, The Sense of Success. Follow your gut and let common sense tag along. For more inspiring quotes, log on to my Facebook page or my Instagram page, Janet Shield Scott or JanetTheBeautyStyle.com. We'll be right back after this message with Mr. Angelo Ellerby and his brand new book, the sense of success. Your new life is coming. Stuart Reed Law Group takes care of all your legal needs. Affordable rates for business law, family law, real estate law, probate court, bankruptcy, wills and trust. Log on to StuartReedLaw.com or call 818-264-4888. That's 818 818- Two six four four eight eight eight. You are listening to a Janet Shield Scott podcast. I can never say enough good things about today's special guest, but let's get started. He is CEO of Double Exposure Media Relations. He's a powerful, legendary PR celebrity branding expert, an author, an etiquette and artist development guru a no-nonsense inspiring friend that I have had the pleasure of working with in the past. He's also worked with Mary J. Blige, Alicia Keys, DMX, Michael Jackson, Dionne Warwick, and so many more. But let's welcome back Mr. Angelo Ellerby. Good morning. I need to work with Janet on my mind every morning. Oh, thank you, Angelo. Uh, let's dig in, though. Um, you know, it's been not that long ago that you just had your other book out, Ask Angelo, and now you just recently penned The Sense of Success. So why the urgency on writing another book so soon? Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I always look at the current times, and we're in some crucial, incredible times. We have a president that his elevator gets stuck halfway up, uh, that he feels that he can embrace our community of our foreigners by way of separating them from their children and putting their children in cages. Problem for me, solving the problem for me would be also another way. Then I'm looking at my teenagers from 15 to 25 to 35 years old committing suicide and doing drugs, having mental problems. I'm having people just giving up on life just to give up on life for absolutely no reason 
why not spar this book and come together with a book that would empower, that would increase a, a love knowledge for these people who are somewhat defeated? How about our young People are coming out of incarceration and not having a career, not having a life. The book was meant. The book is meant for everyone. It's just not a music book, an entertainment book. It's a book for love. It's a book for adrenaline that keeps you flowing and keeps you charged and moving forward and say that you can accomplish all of what you want to accomplish if you want to accomplish it. It's a book that says don't give up because it's the same energy that give up. It's to go on. So why won't we go on? So I wrote this book because it was a, a an emotion that I was going through as I viewed the news each and every single day, as I listened to all the traumas in life of what was going on, 47 people being killed in Florida, people being burnt up every day. So all of these things were happening. There has to be somewhat of a solution to the problem or the problems that are plaguing this world. And I just thought maybe if I wrote the sense of success, because I believe that God has created all of his children to be successful. And we have this innate ability inside of us to fight that we must find our success, our success button. We all are successful. It's right there. But we just need to search and find it. And then we need to fall romantically in love with ourselves and understand that self-reservation is the self is something that we need to do. I'd like to read an excerpt from your book, Angelo, uh, in the introduction part. I know what you're going through. I know your suffering. I know your pain. I know because I have been through it myself. I've robbed Peter to pay Paul. Angelo, let's just go back a little bit because uh, you came from tough and humble beginnings. Share a little bit of that experience with us, what it was like for you growing up before your businesses on 7th Avenue and, and your successes that you've had. Share that with the audience. Well, I, I was born and raised in the city of Newark. I call it the greatest city in the world. My mother, um, I single single parent home. 
Uh, my mother was uh, a waitress. She had an eighth grade education, but she had the she had a degree, and uh, my, my, I think she had a doctor's degree in just life and living, and giving me the key tools to uh, gear me to be great. She always said to me, "I know you're great because you're my child, but I want you to be greater." And she says, "At the end, I just want you to be the greatest at what you go to do, but you have to apply yourself." No one gave me anything; I earned it. No one could ever say, I, oh, I, no, I earned it. And it started out with my mother giving me vital tools to survive, like get a job at 14 years old and pay rent at $550 a month. And when she said get a job, she meant get a job. I didn't understand what she was talking about. I thought she was just one of the most evil women on the face of this earth. But what she was giving to me was survival skills. She was saying, I don't know if I'm going to be around forever. But this is what you have to do to survive. You got to pay your way. And you don't want anyone to pay your way. You want to pay your own way. So get out there and get dirty. Get out there and get and bring something back to this table. If you're going to be a contributor, she believed that all of her six children had to be contributors to her household or we couldn't live or we couldn't function. Mm-hmm. I never knew that we were poor because that's just our teaching. So you and your siblings all contributed to the household expenses. How did that? How did that reflect your schooling? Did you go to school? Oh, I had to go to. I had to go to school. I had to get a job. And so what I did began to do. She was. She taught me how to sew. I learned how to sew. How to become creative. How to do things that was going to make money. But the quickest job that I can get was to go to the supermarket and and bag up people's bags and carry them into their car. So I would get I would get fifty cents. I would get a dollar, whatever it was, and I would do that like five days out of the week because I know I needed a winter coat. And my mother always said everything was about a partnership. So while she was out there then waiting on those tables and bringing in those tips, I had to do the same thing. And then we put everything in the pot. So everybody was able to get winter coats. Everybody was able to have, you know, it's just the way it was. And so with my staff, it's the same thing. Everyone has to be able to contribute in order to, for everyone to get a salary. I can't give you a salary if you ain't, you got to go out there and earn yours too. So you in turn gave your staff the tools to help. Oh, I had to give them, yes, I had to give them the tools. And my mother gave me the tools. In your book, you give us the nuts and bolts of what we need to focus on in order to be successful. Talk about that, please. I want you to know you are, what you are, and when, and where, and how you should be. These are the five W's of life. You have to have a clear understanding of who, what, when, where, and why. Who who are you? Where are you going? What and why? Why why are you doing that? We get that constantly every single day, right? Right. I want you to be cognizant. Who are you today? Why are you feeling like that? When you going to do better? These are all things that we ask ourselves. We punish ourselves with, with answers. We, we punish ourselves with, with, with things that we don't need to punish ourselves with because we know the answers to them all, Janet. I like the quote where you say, follow your gut and let common sense tag along. Because sometimes I'll feel something in my gut, but then I'll let 
other people persuade me to do something else or something that they want to do. And then I feel uncomfortable about what I'm doing. Yeah. I follow my gut. If it ain't right, I'm sorry that I have to keep going back to my mother. She used to tell me, something about, don't bring that person in my house. There's something about them I don't like. And she would say, mm, I get a gut feeling about something. And nine times out of ten, she, and when I see something, or when I feel something ain't right in my life, mm, I let it go. I gotta let it go. I don't care what somebody else said. I'm not feeling. It's not, I'm not feeling. It's not feeling good for me. And I let it go. Or I make a judgment based on how I feel. And then you have another quote where you say, "When you fall down, listen to the words of music's greatest soul philosophers who said, let 'Let's do it again.'" I like the fact that I think when you fall down, it's not a problem in falling down. You have to ask yourself, why did you fall down? And while you're getting up, you have to ask yourself, how am I getting up? You know why you fell down. You know why you don't have no money. You know why you ain't got no job. Why don't you? Ask yourself. I don't have a job because I never applied for it. I don't have a job because I never went to school for a better job. I fell down because I was doing drugs and I paid my bill and I don't have a place to lay my head. You know. What do you say to people that have been out there looking for a job and doing all the right things for the right opportunity? The, pre- the people who have been looking, seeking, and they should continue to seek, and they shall find. But it all has to do with faith, and it all has to do with commitment and faith for you to go and to continue to do it. It's not on your time. It's not on your time. Wouldn't it be great if the world moved around on our time? It's not on your time. Yes, you make a good point. And that's what we got to look and stop stop doing. Oh, it's not now. I didn't get it now. I didn't get it. No, no, you didn't. You're not. Take a maturity pill and grow up with a big glass of water. It's not your time. It's somebody else's time. But you be prepared for your time because it's going to come. You got to do that for yourself. And you have to stay prepared. Yes, another friend of mine used to always tell me, preparation meets opportunity. There you go. Stay out of everybody else's backyard. If that man's backyard ain't ain't cut that grass in a year or the whole summer, that ain't your business. Is your grass cutting your backyard? Did you you, you cut your grass? That's all that matters. Self-preservation. Take care of you. Good segue. You know, I love to do a segment on um, self-care. And since you have your hand in a lot of projects or you're involved in a lot of projects, what do you like to do uh, to preserve yourself, your your own self-care? I'm, gonna, I, I'm so honored to share this with you. I get up at 5.30 in the morning. And um, you, must, you must imagine where I live. I live right on the water of Hudson. Hudson River, and I live in a complex, a private complex where I can walk 10 miles, it's not a problem. So each morning I get up and I put my music, my gospel music in my ear. I go and I walk, I stand on the rocks, 
and I let the wind move me. I pray out loud and clear, and I say thank you, and thank you, and thank you, and thank you, and thank you. And I walk some more, and I walk some more, and I'm thanking him. What am I thanking him for? Just for life, for walking, for talking. And then I come back in. I light my candles through my apartment. And I pray for 45 minutes. And that is a healing. That is a strengthening of the soul of mine that has been through so much that I still remain and I still stand because I can, because he allows me to. And that's taking care of myself and loving myself, eating the right foods, breathing the right air, being around the right people, loving the right soul, inspiring the right energy. Moving in the right direction. And that's how I take care of myself these days. You mentioned lighting candles. Is that why you came up with the candle collection that you have? Believe it or not, no. Hmm. My apartment is all white. And a friend came over one day and I had candles just lit throughout the apartment. And he's like, oh, Izzo, what's that smell? I said, da 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 And then he said, you should really do a candle line. She said, I ain't trying to do nobody's candle line. I barely can do what I'm doing. And then I thought about it. I took pictures of the apartment in every direction, candles. And, the, and then I, I called him up and I said, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to do what you asked me to do. And he says, I said, do you have a chemist? And he says, yeah. I met with Orson, who created the scent, went to the laboratory, created it, and here we go. What inspired the uh, fragrance that you came up with? I wanted something that was truly all a bit of me. A bit of peppermint, I think it did, that I'm sweet sometimes. A little bit of grapefruit, because I can be bitter when I want to be bitter. And a little ginger, a little ginger, and that was that's the combination of that of that candle. So you have peppermint, ginger, and grapefruit. I guess now you're using uh, L or B elegance candles throughout your apartment. Um, now I now I have my candles throughout my apartment. <laughs> yes, but I do I still do use some of the candles that I that, that I purchased over the years. Uh, it really depends. It, it depends on the, the spirit, uh, the spirit that I'm in for that day. But yeah, I do use I do use LB elegance candles, but I also use other people's candles as well. Now, if someone wanted to purchase your candles, what would they have to do, or where would they go to purchase your candles? LB elegance, yes. So the candle the candle lines they can go to the new site, which is uh, lbelegance.com. There is the candles are there. There are the t-shirts, the bags, all of the, all of our e-commerce stuff is there on site. And of course, uh, they can go through Amazon for the book. The book is doing extremely well, and I want to thank you, all of your listeners, all the people who have been supportive. The book is doing so well, and you know the thing that I'm most proud of. This is going to sound as dumb as all hell. People are reading it. Well, why wouldn't they want to buy it? The book is inspiring. 
then you have the candles to go along with it. So there you have a, a nice candlelight bath with a, a book to read. Then the candles go great for meditation. Uh, it's just, it all works together. I've been, I've been so blessed. Janet, I've been so blessed. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I've been, I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot, Janet. And God prevails every time. And for all of your listeners, please, please don't feel defeated. Feel strengthened to know that tomorrow is a better day. Tomorrow comes and it's a better day. Don't get lost in today. Angelo Ellaby, thank you so much for being a part of the show and for your words of encouragement. Uh, just one more time, let us know where we can buy your book and the candles. Sure, it's LRBElegance.com. L-R-B-E-L-L-E-R-B-E-E-Elegance.com. Do you have any more words of wisdom for us? All I want to say to everyone is trust, have faith, and endure. Yes, thank you. And remember to love, laugh, and live your life with style. For more celebrity information on Mr. Angelo Ellerby, you can also check out our previous podcast on Podbean or Spotify, Stitcher, or visit JanetFitBeautyStyle.com. You've been listening to a Janet Shields podcast. For more exciting celebrity and lifestyle news, log on to my website, JanetTheBeautyStyle.com. You can also like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. And remember to love, laugh, and live your life with style. Let's take a moment to relax. Take a deep breath. Inhale. And exhale. Again, inhale. And exhale. One more. Inhale. And exhale. As you go throughout the day, stop, take a pause, chill, and relax. Please keep in mind that all things which are impossible with man are possible with God.